Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, July 3rd, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 14th of Tammuz, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. After the show today, I'm running over to the Sunset Series program, which I host for immigrants and internationals in Tel Aviv. Our guest speaker tonight is Corey Feldman, who will tell us about his experience and lessons learned while in Israel's special forces. Now, let's get to the news. The IDF is launching an anti-terrorism campaign, but it's having a violent start. Israeli forces sent a series of airstrike attacks, which hit the city of Jenin in the West Bank. At this point, the attack has killed eight Palestinians in the early morning, with dozens injured. So that was Monday morning. The campaign comes days after a string of attacks carried out by Palestinians in the area, which harmed civilians and IDF soldiers. The IDF says they've made progress in stopping terror in Jenin by launching an airstrike attack against a joint war room, which a number of armed groups in the city were sharing. Armed terrorists would use the room to debrief after attacks, create plans, and they'd use it for storage of weapons and bombs. IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari says the operation is focused on putting an end to the terror groups that have risen up in Janine and is not meant to take a swipe at the Palestinian Authority. Palestinians say they got text messages instructing them to remain indoors while some suspects of the armed groups receive text messages themselves directing them to turn themselves in. The IDF detained at least 20 suspects, including a prominent member of the armed group Jabba Battalion, which is based in the northern West Bank. That person has been wanted by Israel for more than a year now. A senior government official says the goal of this extensive operation is to end Janine's role as a city of refuge for terror, and it will last as long as it needs to. There are about 1,000 troops involved in this massive operation. Again, eight people are dead, eight Palestinians are dead, and dozens are injured. The Hezbollah terror organization moved a tent from Israeli territory back into Lebanese territory. But there are still more tents on the Israeli side of the border. Around two weeks ago, word came out that 10 Hezbollah fighters had infiltrated Israel's northern border and set up a small armed military position inside Israeli territory. Since then, the Israeli Defense Forces has been engaging in diplomatic efforts to convince Hezbollah to withdraw. Hezbollah's political wing announced they would not remove two tents on the Israeli side and warned that any attempt by Israel to remove the tents would result in war. 
There was a large-scale protest against the government's planned overhaul of the justice system at the Ben-Gurion Airport, which is the country's central travel hub. Organizers plan to rally outside Terminal 3, which is the main terminal, but police are now only allowing the protest at Terminal 1, with a maximum of 5,000 participants. Protest leaders are expected to ignore this restriction and drive in convoys around the airport to cause traffic congestion. Saturday night, Israel had its 26th protest in a row with an estimated turnout of 130 to 150,000 people in Tel Aviv, with 286,000 around the country in total. While there's a range of ideas on this matter, protesters mainly want to see a different reform pushed through by the government or no reform at all. Critics say they're going to weaken Israel's court system. The government, that is, is going to weaken Israel's court system and throw off the nation's checks and balances, which contribute to a healthy democracy if they continue to intervene in the court's decision-making processes. Since the start of the swimming season in late March, 26 people have drowned off Israel's beaches. The majority of drownings happen on officially recognized beaches just simply when lifeguards are not on duty or on beaches where swimming is actually prohibited. The Israel Life Saving Federation is offering water safety education and practical courses for all age groups. Much of the efforts to teach drowning prevention, by the way, comes from Australian immigrants who have a lot of experience in this and are now living in Israel. They say due to the country's diverse people, it can actually be hard to educate everyone on how to stay, stay safe in the water. These groups are working to introduce water safety education throughout schools in Israel to reduce drownings. Do not swim without lifeguards on duty. That is coming from me, Shanna Fold from the Israel Daily News podcast. Do not swim without lifeguards on duty. It is very risky. You always think it's not going to be you. And I have seen, unfortunately, a young woman pulled out of the Tel Aviv beach and I don't believe that she made it. It was a very horrific scene and it changed my life. Don't let that be you or a loved one this summer. Thank you to all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. I also want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. I am calling on you. If you are a routine listener, make a monthly contribution. It's only going to make you feel really good that you are financially and emotionally supporting us at the Israel Daily News Podcast so that we can continue our great work. The best feedback that I get from my listeners is that I'm the only place where they can get a non-biased, even fair telling of the news. And I try to be as supportive to all of the different peoples that are involved in my stories as possible. Head over to anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News so you can send a monthly contribution as well. I am also calling on interested listeners to join us for the Israel Daily News Roundtable 
which is where a select group of our listeners are joining me on a monthly basis to talk over the news. This month, I'll have an opportunity for roundtable participants to ask questions to Yaniv Rosnai, who is a professor and vice dean at Reichman University in Herzliya. He's a great wealth of knowledge, and he's going to be joining us for our next session, which is going to be in a couple of weeks from now. Sign up at patreon.com backslash Shanna Fold. And that is all in the show notes for you as well. In case you can't remember, all of those links are in the show notes. Israel's under-21 soccer team has secured a spot in the European Championship semifinals and will face England. This victory guarantees Israel's qualification for the soccer tournament at the Paris Olympics in 2024, which would mark their first appearance since 1976. Israel and Spain have already qualified, and Ukraine is expected to claim the final spot. Despite England being the favored team, Israel will try to pull off a surprise after a series of impressive performances in recent months, including a dramatic penalty shootout victory over Georgia in the quarterfinals. Israel's success in soccer continues following their performance at the World Cup in Argentina, where they secured third place. That was a pretty big win for Israel, and people are still talking about that here, about Israel's youth soccer league taking in the third place at the World Cup in Argentina. Pretty huge. There was a huge display and turnout of Latin American Jews that traveled far and wide to be at that game. And I'm sure that it was an identity crisis for the Argentine Jews and the Jews of Uruguay to decide if they wanted to stand with their home court or if they wanted to stand with the nation of Israel. I I wonder how people felt. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, July 3rd, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 21 degrees Celsius and a high of 28 degrees. That's 70 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 83 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I'll send you off with a song called Zummer, sung by Daniela Rabani, a very talented American-Israeli woman who does a lot of acting. I think you'll be able to detect that from this song. Enjoy your Zummer. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week. Shavua Tov, everyone. <laughs> Summer nights on the rooftop. It was a golden time. We'd run from our rooms, little holes in the wall. And from prison to freedom, we'd climb. Zummer Weihnacht auf die Dächer. Das ist a golden Zeit. Me läuft wenn die Romkes die Lächer. Me wird wie von prison befreit. Ein Kimmel mit kein Police Light. Nur dort, wenn man dann geht.